Hey, welcome back. This is the Empty Nest Empires podcast, episode number 24. And today we're going to talk about side hustle money. And let me tell you, if there is one thing the last 11 months has taught me is that I have far too much stuff in my closet that I do not wear. And if I could go anywhere when COVID is over, would I wear those things? Probably not. So let's learn how to get rid of them and make some cash very quickly online. Okay, your nest is empty, or it will be within a few years. So now what? Whether you know it or not, we are building empires. Empires of faith, family, fun, fitness, and of course, finance. And those empires are the legacy we leave for our loved ones. I'm Tammy Romani, an empty nester mom, grandma, and entrepreneur with a vision for ever greater things in the years ahead. It's never too late, and there is no limit to what we can do. I'm so happy you're here. Now let's get to building. Yeah, I know I've been gone a really long time, and we're going to talk about that in future episodes. We've all had a rough time of it, right? But I am here with good news today. My guest is going to teach us how to make money this week. Hang on. Hang on. Because if you're like me, you've been wearing the same 10 things for 10 months, and you've realized that there's a lot of stuff in your closet in your cabinets, in your kitchen that you just don't use anymore. You have no need for them. And I'm going to tell you, I will never have another garage sale or yard sale ever, ever, ever. Because at those kinds of things, you get maybe a tenth of what you could get by selling them online without leaving your house, without any extra expense. So we're going to teach you how today, and also I want you to go ahead and sign up for the Side Hustle Challenge going on right now with my friend Shalene Johnson. Every night this week, she is going to give you all the hot tips, more than you learned today. Um, and you know, what if you made four or $500 this week by Friday? Would that make a difference for you? Hey, it would pay for my car this month. So that's what I'm shooting for. So click the link in the show notes or go to TammyRomani.com forward slash hustle. Sign up for that. Um, I am doing this in partnership with Shalene Johnson because she has got all the answers. And the last time she did this, people made anywhere from $300 to $1,000 in a week. Let's see what we can do. Okay, so TammyRomani.com forward slash hustle or click the link in the show notes. Can't wait for you to get this information and let's carry on now with my interview with Ernestine Tibong Spreeman about how to sell on Poshmark. And oh, by the way, you might want to get out your phone, download the Poshmark app, and play around with it while you're listening to us. It will help it make a lot more sense to you. All right, here we go. All right, I'm so excited to have my guest today, Ernestine Tabong Spreeman. I hope I said that right. You Ernestine, said it perfectly. 
Oh, good. Ernestine and I met in a small group. I want to say it was kind of like a, a tiny mastermind, right? Where we met every couple of weeks and we really helped each other with our businesses. And I found her so fascinating because she has uh, two aspects of her life that she kind of stumbled upon, right? And then they became this business opportunity. And if there's anything I want anyone to take from this, it's look in your life for what you're doing now or what you've discovered or what you've learned and how you can make money from that, right? So Ernestine has a couple of really interesting facets. She's on a plant-based whole foods lifestyle, which has caused her to regain her health. And if you look at her Instagram, which is Ernestine Spreeman, and we'll put all of this into the show notes, um, you'll find pic- beautiful pictures of vegan food. Like, I, I want to eat this, but I have no idea how to make it. <laughs> so that's one of the things she is um, going to be doing for her business is to help people have this whole foods, plant-based lifestyle be gentle on your body, be gentle with yourself and lose weight and regain your health. And then the other thing that fascinated me about her, and this was almost an aside in one of our conversations, or I would not have even known this about you. (laughs) I think we were talking about like side hustle stuff, like streams of income, you know, and you were like, well, you know, you could sell on Poshmark. And we're like, what? And then she goes into this whole thing about how she has this whole side business selling clothing and it started, you know, I'll let you tell the story, but Ernestine, Mm -hmm. how do you make money selling the stuff you've already got? (laughs) If there's one thing I've learned in the past, what, 10, 11 months now of not going anywhere because of COVID, sadly, I mean, here I am in one of my nice jackets that I haven't been able to wear in forever because just because I wanted to put it on. Um, (laughs) I have so much in my closet that now I look at and go, would I wear that if I got to go somewhere? Probably Mm. not. I mean, it's kind of forced us into a capsule wardrobe kind of a thing. Like we're wearing the same 10 things, right? Exactly. Because we're not going anywhere. So please tell us who you are and um, let's start with how did you fall into learning how to make money with things that are in your closet? So it goes back to when I was a little girl. Oh, okay, <laughs> good. Eight years old. I'm living with my grandmother and in a tiny little village in Cameroon, which is in West Africa. And uh, in the villages, everybody sells something to make money. Okay. Um, you don't, you know, you, you don't really go to work unless you work for the government kind of thing. So one day I told her, I asked her to make some fish. I wanted to eat fish. And she said, baby, we don't have any money. And I said, well, I'm going to make some money. This is, I'm eight years old. So I said, I'm going to go behind the house. I'm going to get some mangoes. And I'm going to go to the marketplace and sell the mangoes to get us some fish. And so I get this big basket and I could, you know, I carried it on my head and I walked. I was telling my husband, I walked, it must have been an hour's walk. And I sat there all day trying to sell my mangoes and no one was buying because I had, I didn't have the best quality, obviously, eight years old. What do I know? Um, So But by the end of the day, the marketplace was closing. So I started offering them, you know, 
discounts, big discount. And someone just came and gave me some money and bought the whole thing. I went on the other side, bought some fish, took it home to my grandmother. She was so excited. The excitement in her, it just parked something in me like, you can make money doing just about anything. So fast forward to, uh, I came to the US and, and um, started college and my dad was paying, but I needed money. So I walked down the street and asked the manager at Wendy's if they were hiring. I didn't even, at that point, I didn't know what Wendy's was. I had no idea. I just knew it was someplace where they make food. I got hired. So I'm, I'm never shy of pursuing what I want, which is essentially just making extra money on the side. Oh I always made extra money. And I always walk, I walked to a wine shop once and say, I, um, I wanna sell wine. He said, do you know anything about wine? I said, no. He said, okay, I, I said, but I'm willing to learn. He said, I'll teach you. I was there 60, 16 hours that day. I went to look for a job, I worked 16 hours. So it's, it's always about asking yourself, what do I want in life? If you're looking for that career, if you're looking for, um, uh, um, you know, the office, corner office job, the people, you know, people go for that and they're successful. But for me, I've always wanted to make money any way I can. So- Oh my gosh. Okay, hold up. Eight years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, you know, there's so many times I wish I had a redo on parenting. I- <laughs> is one of those times because I, it occurs to me that we could be teaching our children these skills at eight yeah. years old. Like mm -hmm. you want something, you know, we, we just give them an allowance for doing basically living yeah. and that doesn't teach them anything, but give them a job or tell them how to sell something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I, and, I tell all my friends, why are your kids... They're asking for money. Why are they not selling stuff on Poshmark? They right. And kids clothing is a big deal on Poshmark. Yes. Kids clothing is a big deal. Right. Okay. So you've already mentioned Poshmark. Let's, let's kind of pivot there and, mm -hmm. um, and talk about the how. So you started, so how did you get started with Poshmark and learning yeah, how to sell a online? Shop, a physical consignment shop. Oh, in, you did? Uh, okay. In Baltimore. Okay. And I love fashion. Um, I love clothes. So I didn't have the money to open a boutique, you know, with brand new things. So I, I figured I could take people's designer clothes and it was a um, designer clothing uh, boutique consignment. I could take people's clothes, sell them, and we share the money 50-50. Okay, so, that's so you how did 50-50. Okay. Yes. Wow. But I, that's but a good I started I emptied my closet and put it in the shop. <laughs> Even things that I liked, but I wanted the shop to look like a shop. So I I, I opened um, the consignment shop, but I still had a nine to five. So I hired people to help me out and it wasn't doing so well. Three years later, I had to close down. So I kept thinking, there has to be a way to sell clothes without having to open a physical shop with all the overhead. And at that time, this is 2012, Poshmark had just started. So I opened up the Poshmark app 
I downloaded it. My actually my assistant at the shop, she she downloaded it and she said, we could do this. And I was like, okay, I'll put some stuff on there. It didn't go anywhere because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't read up on it. I didn't study it. So I just put some things on there. And every few months I'll say won't sell one thing. Mm-hmm. Until um, a year ago, <laughs> I stumbled upon an article. I don't know what magazine it was, but one of the mainstream women's magazines. And it said, this lady is making eighty dollars to $100,000 a year selling on Poshmark. I was like, oh what? Her name is Jenna. She, um, I think her closet, what is her closet name? Um, I, I'll think of it. But her name is Jenna. Um, and, and I went into Poshmark and I looked at what she was selling. And I was like, I can do this. I have stuff in here. I just need to, but I then I, I started wondering how is she making all this money? And I have some things on here that are not selling. And I started following people on Poshmark, the people who are selling the most, who are more visible. And uh, I learned a lot in the so last- So what year. is the key? Uh, I've been toying oh, with Poshmark. Secrets. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive into all of your secrets now. Yes. Um, I have put things in a consignment shop, which mm-hmm. it has closed now. So that's in, very interesting to me. I would imagine that these online stores are now kind of putting physical consignment yes. stores out of business. They are, fortunately, but fortunately for us during COVID times. Um, because the owners of those shops would not, would, like you, they would have to yeah. close down. Yes. Um, but so uh, you are primarily Poshmark or do you also look to uh, other ones? Other I wanted, I would like to. Um, I have a, about three items on Mercari, but I was just trying it out because yeah. I don't know how to use different the different apps. And I'm, so let's, I was, let's and I start with mm-hmm. Mercari. Let's start with Poshmark. Yes. Because that's a really good place to start. It's simple. I yes. mean, I find it so simple, which yeah. I'm all about simple. I'm all about simple and easy. The so, setup is very simple. Yes. Yeah. So maybe you don't have, you know, a lot. Right. You can. And honestly, if you were one of the first people on Poshmark, there weren't millions of people on there, millions of no. buyers on there like there are now. Right. So I think now is a really good time. People can't go out shopping. They're mm-hmm. looking for deals. They yes. want to save money. And oh, yes. Th- so they're on there. So just people to are- encourage whoever is listening. This is a really good time. We've all discovered we don't need most of this stuff. <laughs> and I know this. And I mm-hmm. still gave away four bags of my husband's clothing last two weeks ago when he oh, um, my cleaned out his clothes. And now I'm thinking, why oh, didn't yeah. this wasn't top of mind for me? Exactly. And I just thought, oh my goodness, he had so many brand new like Adidas t-shirts and stuff in there. Yeah, you can <laughs> sell. I just gave it to the thrift store. Uh, well, God bless the thrift store. They, they that's help, right. You know, they help <laughs> other people. But okay. So I do donate things. I don't know if you have this idea, but I've had some things on Poshmark for months and months and I don't have space. So first of all, let's talk about how do you organize yourself? That was one of my biggest problems starting out is I had maybe 10 things Mm -hmm. and even that I felt really disorganized. So talk to us about, let's say you've got like these, this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's actually about 10 things I pulled from my closet that I Mm -hmm. 
don't see myself wearing anymore. Okay. What would you do with this? So the first thing I do is I, I put them all out on a rack like that, and then I steam everything if they're all dry clean. I usually don't dry clean because you want your costs to remain right. within the, I mean, you, you, you want to make money. And you want to so, make sure there's no spots and tears. You want to make sure there's no spots. Um, you want to make sure they're clean. If they're washable, wash them. And then you steam them. Most of the time, steaming kills, it's even better than washing because you kill all the bacteria with the hot steam. So okay. I steam everything. And then I have a book where I write down the brand, I write the size, I write the color, and I take measurements of the item. Oh, yes. Okay. You take the measurements, the bust measurement, the waist, the hips, depending on what the item is, the length, the sleeve length. And um, because people will ask you on Poshmark, I never, I didn't do it. Do it up front, right? I didn't do it at the beginning. So you have to take those measurements. Um, If you don't, they're going to ask you. And the way my uh, inventory is, if I don't take it when I'm taking the pictures, and then it's, I have over 800 items now. So yeah, so I have bins. Okay. I have bins where I number bin one, bin two, bin three. I I just get like plastic bins or, or, or boxes, like cardboard, cardboard boxes. And I just number them. So when I list something in the listing at the bottom, I put bin one. And then oh, in the listing. So in when it listing. is sold, you know where to go retrieve it. I mean, my exactly. mind would just went spinning with that whole 800 yes. items thing. And I thought, good Lord, I would have to say, I'm sorry, I can't find this item. But you- I, <laughs> I did I did that when I started as well. I was like, I can't find, I have to t- cancel the order. I yeah, the I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> take your money. I've lost that item. That yeah. would be me. <laughs> has to be a better way. So I did, okay. I put the bin number, and some people actually started um, numbering the items. I don't do that because I, I figure if it's in bin one, I can find it there. But then I fold the item and I put it in a Ziploc bag. Oh, like, yes. Bi- like, can you buy big Ziploc bags? I go to Costco. You can order it online. You can even order it from Alibaba or whatever oh, it's- from China. But I just go to Costco and I buy the gallon size Ziploc bags. Okay. okay. I didn't bring one of the items with me here i have props but i didn't bring that one (laughs) but i just put it in there and then i close it and then i wring out some of the air as you close it and then then so it's like air tight at least some of the air is out so it lays flat and then i put it in the bin okay but you mark the outside with an item number or uh i don't mark it unless i have a lot of black items and it's hard to see what is in the bag but if it's okay. something colorful i don't have to mark it i can see it i can tell exactly once it sells i say oh that pink dress i go to bin one there's a pink dress in there in a ziploc bag okay but if it's okay. like black items that I, you can't really tell once you fold it's in the back yeah i'll i'll write on it you know that little spot on the back where you can write on yeah i'll write on it interesting and, yeah. okay so that helps me a lot with space as well mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm thinking 800 items, like 
I have a, I don't have have a small room house. For that. We have a really small house. So I have to do that. And then my husband built a shelf where I just put all the boxes um, on there. Shoes, I just put, I have three boxes for shoes. So it's well, in one of the three boxes. Okay. So let's talk now about where you get these things because you obviously are not just 800 items from your personal closet. Right. How do you, now we're, now we're going into the reselling part of the actual business and how this can become a, a six figure a year income mm -hmm. is by treating it like a business. It's no oh, longer, yes. for me, it's a hobby. For me, it's a, I don't want these clothes. Um, I made enough money the first time I did this to buy bunk beds for my grandkids. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So that was amazing. You know, $600 plus another for each mattress and so mm -hmm. on. And then the bedding. And I, and I was thrilled with that, that I didn't have to, you know, pull money from anywhere else to do, to buy a frivolous thing. That's so right. now my goal is to buy a little bike seat so I can take my granddaughter on bike rides. So, you know, <laughs> that's about $130. So I sold yeah. a $30 top on Poshmark this week. Right. And, um, and, and so for me, it's a hobby, obviously mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for you, it's a business. It's, it's an actual side income. Yes. You don't have to tell us how much you make, but I'm guessing it's thousands of dollars a year. Yes. I mean, I was, I, when I started, it was nothing. I could make 250, but now, um, yeah, now I'm making thousands of dollars a year, actually sometimes over thousands a month. So yeah. That's um, so exciting to me. Okay. So exciting. for those who are now, now they've really perked up, they're listening and they're going, mm -hmm. oh, okay. Beyond a hobby, beyond just getting things out of my closet and, yes. and, and feeling bad about it. For me, it was, you know how sometimes you pull something out and you go, yeah. Ooh, but yeah. that cost a hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> Do I give that to the thrift store? No, no. I'm just going to keep it and not wear it for two more years. <laughs> right. Do but that. it Don't makes you feel, yeah, yes. we do. We, I, I do that. Yes. Oh, I've got this jacket, but it cost me $60, even at the discount store, or even on right. sale. Do I want to just give it to the thrift store or do I want to get $30 back or get half my money back? Exactly. And to me, that makes it easier to let go of things. And it also yes. makes it easier if it doesn't sell Mm -hmm. to have it out of my closet for, let's say it doesn't sell for two months and I, and I make the decision, well, now it's time just to let it go. It's taking up too much brain space and physical space. Now I'm going to take it to the thrift store and I don't feel right. so bad about yes, that for some reason. So, so there's a little bit of a mind game for me <laughs> and I'm sure and, a lot of people are like that. A lot of people can relate to that because we all do it. And that's um, when I, when I started, I, I love thrifting. Okay, so, so I go to thrift stores to shop. I love thrifting. And so I, I, I would go to thrift store to buy things for myself. That's how I, I accumulated so much stuff to begin with. And okay. I am, <laughs> I'm a student of, um, uh, of designer things. Okay. So I, I buy all the design. I've bought um, a Burberry bag from the thrift store. I mean, authentic. I don't get, you know, and I know how to look for the authentic uh, things. I've bought, I've bought um, cashmere escada coats that I um, sold for, I bought for $19 and within a week I sold it for $400. Um, 
So, wow. Yes, you can make serious money if you. And mind you, I I have a nine to five job. So, and I still do this on the side and and make the money. So, if you want to put the energy into it, you can do it. Anybody can do it. Um, sourcing is I it's the best part of what I do because I, I get the thrill of going to the thrift store and seeing brands that people don't know or looking at things the- that those of us who gave to the thrift store because we didn't know <laughs> it's like, about how to do this yet. How can somebody do <laughs> with new with tags? And I love new with tags can poshmark people obviously a lot of people love new with tag things. So Correct. I go there and I spend especially when they have a sale. I don't go, I usually go, if they have a sale, I'll go, but I don't buy full price. And our Goodwills in Northern Virginia and um, uh, Savers or those kind of stores in Northern Virginia are pretty good with, with sales and they'll have 50% sales. So you can go, um, I can show you some of the things I bought. Um, uh, this is this is like a, a romper, jumper, summer is coming. So I'm starting to list the, the, the summer things. It's a Ted Baker. And oh my. It's almost new. It retails for hundreds of dollars. And I bought it. it it's listed at $11.99 at the thrift store. And it was 50% off. So I basically paid $6 for it. Well, anything I, Ted Baker, you know, that originally sold for about $300 at least. Exactly. So those oh, are the wow. kind of things. This is a Kate Spade dress that was listed for $15. Okay. It's beautiful. It's fun. And my favorite color. And, and so Kate Spade sells really well on Poshmark. So I bought it. It was 50% off. So I paid 750 for it um so when you when you go to the store a lot of people when you start out you're gonna make a lot of mistakes it's okay yes the idea is to buy really low so even when you make a mistake you're not you know losing a bunch of money so go in your let me ask you another like housekeeping question and business keeping question since this is one of your side businesses um in that notebook that you keep and i'm not right. imagine if someone's good with spreadsheets you know they could do it on a spreadsheet i'm not oh, yes. I, i'm a notebook girl too so too. <laughs> uh, but i have a girlfriend who would have a spreadsheet completely planned within about an hour of, of learning <laughs> about how to do this um so you do you right do it do it your way it's your yes. thing do you then write on there how much you paid for it, how much you sold it for? Like, how do you keep books on this? Yes, kind of thing? I, I do. I do write how much I paid for it. And then when I set so that when I'm selling it or giving a discount, if somebody gives me an order, I can see, okay, you know. And a lot of times I would go to, I do a lot. Like I go to a thrift store and I shop for $200. I know... Even if I don't sell one item at the at the price that I really wanted, it balances out at the end. Cause that whole two hundred dollars you spend, you're expecting to you know make a thousand dollars. So even if I made ten dollars on one item, I know on another item I could make fifty dollars. So I have to keep that in mind, and I price my things. I price them to sell, but I also build in a cushion. So that if somebody gives me an offer, 
they could feel like they're getting a bargain and I still make some money. Or I can, you know, if somebody bundles like five things, I'll say, okay, I'll give you 20% off on the five things. So that's, you know, that's how I- I, Let's talk a little bit then about how Poshmark works so people can understand how to play around with it. First of all, I want to highlight the fact that you said I spend $200 and plan on making $1,000. Yes. Okay, that's a really good profit margin. It is. It is. For any that is conservative. That's conservatively. That's a lot conservative. of times I'll sell, you know, I end up selling, you know, I buy 50 items. I end up, um, I made that $1,000 selling 20 to 30 items. So the rest is just gravy. Wow. That's why planning. That's, a, that's incredible to me. That's incredible. Yeah. Planning and you helps. do it on the side. This is your yeah. side. I mean, you have a nine to five job. On the weekends is when I steam all my stuff. I take all the pictures. And then just before I go to bed in the evening, I'll list five things. That's simple. Five things takes you maybe 30 minutes, right? Right. But you've already got them. So, but what you've already done is when, after you buy them, you make sure it's clean. You've steamed it. You have measured, you've written down a description. And so when you go to list it, yes, let's talk about the process. So there's an app called Poshmark. Poshmark. Let's start there. There are other apps, but we're going to talk just about Poshmark because it's a great place to start. It is a great place. There are others. You can always, you know, branch out into other areas. Yes. Poshmark is grown so much. It just went public. Um, Oh no. And I didn't buy stock. (laughs) I missed the emails. Oh no. Yes. I missed the email. They sent it to to everybody and people bought, I know people who bought it and made $5,000 the next day and got out. (laughs) Well, maybe they shouldn't have, you know, I I don't know. It seems like this is going to be a good thing. So I'm looking at my phone right now and I want to describe for people what this looks like. So um, I have a few apps on here. I have um mercari i have poshmark i have craigslist which eh, that people are weird on there so i don't do that (laughs) i just i can't deal with the people um there's there's a couple of other ones that i haven't really explored yet i i seem to have a few on here but let's talk about you know mercari is i like mercari because it, there seems to be a lot of electronics on there and home home goods. Although Poshmark now has opened up to home goods, I've actually yes. sold some highly specialized sheets on there. Oh, okay. Which I bought for a ridiculous hundred and sixty dollars and sold them for like forty five. Uh. <laughs> I know, but you know they just weren't going for more. So I'm going to talk yeah. about talk to you about that soon because I have a pair of beautiful boots on there that aren't selling and I need your advice. So um, (laughs) I'm going to open up the Poshmark app so we can kind of describe this. So the app is called Poshmark. You create a profile like you would on any app. You can name your store anything. Now I usually name all my, all my social media is Tammy Romani. But I don't consider this social media. This, this is like a side business. Um, years ago when I opened it, I don't even know, maybe it'll say, it probably would say in here how long I've been in here. Um, yeah. So my posh Mark seller name is Blondemonium. <laughs> ah. 
for no reason other than I made up the word and I bought blondemonium.com and I thought I could do something with it someday, which I probably still will. <laughs> um, what is your Poshmark closet? My name? Poshmark name is Love That. Love That. How do you spell it? L-O-V-E-T-H-A-T. Okay, Just like so that. see, Love That. Love that. Uh-huh. Perfect. And, um, uh, and then you can put your, like I put Tammy R., because you do have to have like a name on there. So, um, but my full you, name is on the top, but if you're looking for my closet, it's love that. Love that. Okay. So at the bottom, there's just a list and there's a, a little button that looks like a camera right in the middle and it says sell. You click on that. And the first thing that comes up is a way to take pictures. So let's mm-hmm. talk about pictures. Yes. I see people styling their stuff almost like it's a magazine shoot. And that really <laughs> intimidates me so much. So, Does that help? No. Um, what helps if you crowd the picture too much, like shoes here, jewelry here, it gets lost. If I'm scrolling, looking for something, that I just scroll past that because I don't know you what don't you know selling. which of those things yeah. is for sale. Are you selling okay. the shoes or are you selling the jewelry or what are you selling? So, I mean, it works for some people, but for me, it doesn't work. And the people okay. that I follow that have made tons of money. I know I've, uh, I, I told you about Jenna, um, uh, but I also follow Nicole State, who um, has only been on there for, I think, less than five years. The first few years, she made $100,000 total for the first few years. Last year, she made over $300,000. In one year? In one year. From reselling. She sells some courses, but most of it is from Poshmark. She does not sell on Macari. She doesn't sell on eBay. She sells just on Poshmark. So So I want to talk to that because there are some people out there, and I'm, I'm sadly one of them, and I'm learning. I'm learning mm-hmm. to simplify things. Right. We want to try it all. We want to, we want to see, we want to like throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. Okay. I'm going to download five sales apps and I'm going to cross post everything and I'm going to see which one sells first. And then I've got to go and delete everything from all those other ones. If it sells on this app, and then I've got to figure out their shipping and who pays for it. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? It's too much work. It's too much work. Keep and then you don't simple. really put your focus on one to make it good and sell the things you have on that one platform. Right. Poshmark has over 70 million people. There's plenty of people on there. To There's plenty of people to stuff. buy the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so go with Poshmark, especially now that they've opened it up. Like I, I grabbed this. This is a candle, a lovely mm. candle, but the smell is not really... <laughs> it's a little too musky for me and I like more flowery. Mm-hmm. So I Googled it. Now tell me if I did this right. I found that the retail is $20 on this candle okay. brand new. So um, this is something I could sell on Poshmark. Right. Right. For <laughs> 10. Okay. Like, so how would cups, I price a $20 brand new item? Cups are the, the, your best friend. Do not sell anything before looking up the comps. Comps is comparables. Okay. What has sold? <clears throat> what has sold before on Poshmark? Okay. How much has it sold for? So, so how I'm, do you... I'm searching Poshmark for candles. Yes, you go not just candle. You can even put the brand. Whatever you're what? selling. So yeah, whatever you're selling, put the brand up in the search um, uh, bar. 
click on it, and then all the uh, all the items in that in that um, in that category will show up, right? Once okay. that show up at the top, it it says um, I have to do it to even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're, we've both got our phones out right now. We're doing it. So, yeah. So once you search candles, you will see different things come up, different candles, or if you put the specific candle name, it, they'll all come up. But those are the ones that are still on the market selling. So that price doesn't tell you anything. What you really need right. to do is go to filter at the top. You, you click on oh. filter. Oh, oh, I see that. Okay. Click on it, go oh. all the way to the bottom. You see availability, oh. click availability. Okay. Then another window opens sold items at the bottom. Click on that. And then that's how you know what those things go for. What oh, that's so easy. And then, so, so you don't even care what's available right now because that's your competition. You care right. what has already sold. sold and how much it sold it for and how much it sold for. Because so I was looking, I looked at a candle that was listed for $25, which I know I've seen at Home Goods. So I know mm -hmm. she went to Home Goods, bought it for $6.99. It's a Ray Dunn candle, uh, has it listed for $25. And I'm thinking, I don't know. But I'm going to pay that. Know. But Something now that, that oh my dollars. word, there's yeah. a candle on here that sold for $60. Mm -hmm. Joe Malone. Yeah. Those yes. Are the, Joe the Malone. The what designer candles. Okay. So that's and a I great even... way to do market research before mm -hmm. um, I anthropology candles. Okay. Perfect. So, so when, I'm, when I'm at the thrift store, I look at something and it's gorgeous but right. I don't know how much it sold for. And then I, I go to my Poshmark app and I look it up and it sold for $20 and it's selling at the thrift store for $10. I'm not going to buy it. I, I love it, but I'm not going to buy it because I'm not going to make any money by the time I process it. Because you have to take into account your, your, your man hours you put into this too. If I buy it for $10, I'm going to want to list it for at least three times what I purchase it for which is $30 okay. and nobody's going to buy it for $30 right so so you know that as you're buying things now, I know that I'm taking something from my closet I have had to have foot surgery and so I'm not going to wear these beautiful Cole Haan boots I did not pay full price for I got them at DSW right. but there's I still paid probably close to $160 for them. Yeah. They're yeah. beautiful. I've worn them twice. Gorgeous. That's it. Those you're not going to ever get what you paid for. Struggling those are your to things. sell those. Yeah, you, but you know, we get emotionally attached to, we love them. We paid this much for them. We want to get as much money as we can out of them. Those are the things that, you know, I have those things in my closet too. If nobody buys them, I don't care, but I have that emotional attachment to them. I'm going to keep them. What it is. Okay. Somehow, I'm going to hold one day. Yeah. I want to be able to wear them someday, but my feet, I tried them on the other day and my oh. feet were in intense pain in 10 minutes. So <laughs> I know it's not going to happen, right. but they're, they're beautiful. And I, I, at some point you're going to be ready to release them. I just, sold I, a Louis, <laughs> I just, I had a Louis Vuitton bag that I bought 20 years ago. It was my first designer bag. 
and I was in line. I had to put my name on the waiting list to get that back. And I oh, loved it so much. And 20 years ago, it was 1500 and 1500 was a lot for me, but I love that bag so much. I bought it anyway, but I used the bag to death. I, I, but so I, for the last few years, I haven't used it. I haven't, you know, every time I want to go out, I don't pick that bag. So, you know, I was done with it, but I didn't want to sell it. I'm like, this is a $1,500 bag. Last week I was finally ready. I'm like, I'm just going to list it $500. Whoever wants it, create space for more, for the things that I love. And I posted it in Louis Vuitton. If you post it cheap enough, within a day it will sell. So it sold for $400. But, you know, um, it's one of those things it, when you're emotionally attached, there'll come a time where you, you'll release that. But don't beat up yourself. Just go thrift or look for things that you're not attached to and sell no, those. <laughs> but for so you, there are things in your closet, I'm sure no. you don't tell me to do a new, new income stream. I'll, I'll go do it and I'll get obsessed. And then my husband will go, what are you doing now? <laughs> you're, you're full. I mean, you have. I'm full. I'm full, but Hey, let's talk about income streams. What do they yes. say? You should have five income streams. Yes. I was coming in there has five to seven income streams. Exactly. You make $20,000 a year with mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. um, that's a viable income stream with it part time is. effort. Oh, it is. I and mean, I have, my, experiment. I have my account, my business account that is just for this. I shop out of it. I, and I told my husband how much money I had in the account. He was like, whoa, you're really <laughs> doing well, aren't you? And I said, yes, I am. And well, that I mean, money. Look at your, you have no overhead. I mean, literally, here's the thing with Poshmark yeah. that I love the most. You don't have to pay for shipping. You don't have to no. pay for shipping. You don't they, pay for the boxes. The you buyer don't pay pays shipping. You yes. can use, and this was a secret I didn't even know till recently, mm -hmm. and I saw it on the label. Yes. You can use any of the United States Post Office Oh, yeah. Uh, prepaid shipping, things like flat rate boxes. Mm -hmm. You can go to the post office and get those for free. You can go on yes. USPS.com, have them deliver boxes yes. to you. I have that. Free. That's what I do. I go on there, those envelopes. I use the envelopes because they're easy to yeah. just put a Ziploc back, put it in there, close it, and it's ready okay. to go. So, so you've not paid anything for your shipping bags or your, yeah. your shipping containers. Some people tell you that, oh, you have to get this fancy. No, just go to United States poster on their website, order one of each. There's a shoe box. There's a small box. There's a big box. There's a small, yeah. tiny jewelry that you can put, you know, little jewelry boxes. If you sell jewelry, things like that. They literally will oh, drop it at your door. You do need a printer. Yes, you, so need you do need a printer because, but you can, you don't need those stick fancy sticker labels. No. You just print it on a piece of plain paper, cut it out, buy a roll of. I still do that. I do that too. I had the other one that I use in the shop, but I have not had time to set it up yet. So I just print it and cut it. And my printer gave out one time. Guess what? I just pack all the boxes and go to um, Office Depot and open my email there and print all the labels and cut them out and, and put them on the, um, was it, yeah, Office Depot. And uh, 
and they have a box there. You just dump them in there and the postman comes and takes them. It, there's no excuse not to make right, money. Right. They make it, it easy. So easy. They make it easy with very low overhead. Like right, you right. probably have everything you need. You've yeah. already got a phone, which mm-hmm. has the camera in it. Yes. Um, literally, I take, like, I will take um, a, something I'm going to photograph uh-huh. And I'll just put it on a decent hanger yes. and I will either hang it on a door. So it's yes. got a nice wood background or like background is or something. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and if you, if you hang it, sense. if you have a window that with light coming in, that's the best position. Some people you can, I mean, if you have a nice backyard where you can hang things and take them on some, yeah. on a whiteboard or whatever. Oh, honestly, but you I could have, hang it from a tree branch and get just nice shaded daylight. Yeah, there shouldn't be any excuse. Um, yeah. Bad pictures do not get a lot of clicks. Get a picture that shows all the details. Get the front, the back, the name tag. Yes. Get the care tag pictures of the care tag because people will keep asking you oh, is it washable is this that if you put all those pictures in there the the the, the whole picture and always take your pictures in square mode because that's the yes, format yes. that uh, Poshmark uses if you take it in any other mode it will cut off the top or the bottom and it doesn't show the whole picture of the item so always take your pictures in square mode on your camera I use an iPhone too I okay. still use an iPhone that's a good point. Um, if you're batching this, and let's say you're listing five things a day, mm-hmm. you want you can pre-take your pictures in square mode and pull them from your camera roll instead of taking pictures as you're listing it. Exactly. That way, you've already, as you already said, you've got a piece of paper where you've got the description, you've got mm-hmm. everything you need to type in, which right. is the measurements, the description of it. Um, and the size and all of that. So yes. they give you like 10 pictures, am I right? Something like 10? Now they actually increase the, the okay. number. It's a so lot more. The more pictures, the better, I will the say. The more pictures, like, the better. Details. Take like angle. I would go close up on stitching on the collar yes. and, and close and, up of the button and a close yeah. up. And if there's even a tiny flaw, you have List to close it. up of that, yeah. like on and, shoes. And talk about it. Pick- because yeah, people are willing them. to buy an item knowing exactly what they're getting. Yeah. It builds if, trust for people yeah. to come back to your closet and not return the item too. Yeah. I had a lady ask to return a pair of shoes and mm-hmm. I had highlighted the item, but I didn't highlight the fact that there was a bow on the front that like it, it was attached on one side and not the other. So it, uh, it could flip up and yeah. she said it was defective and it was like, but that's how it comes. But in hindsight, I should have shown this is how it's made. Right. Lift up that bow and show how it's attached underneath. The more pictures, the better. Because it's really like a blow to your self-esteem to have someone return something. If you start selling a lot and you get a lot of good um, uh, five-star responses and all that. And, and, you know, and love notes. Because that's what, you know, Poshmark has this thing with stars and ratings and love notes if you get a lot of those every now and then you're gonna get somebody return something i got a belt return last week when i put that belt in the mail it was brand new nothing wrong with it for some reason when she got it it was you know frayed Uh and i thought you know i know what I, i think she didn't like the belt didn't fit right so she wanted to return it you just cannot return because it you don't like it so In order Let's to do talk that, about that. Yeah, she created a problem with the belt 
And so Poshmark re reimburse her. But if you're returning it because um, it doesn't fit right when all the measurements were there or the color is off, but the pictures were there, as a seller, you just said, this is how I listed it. This is a description. These are the pictures. And Poshmark would not reimburse that person. Right. Poshmark but, will go to bat for you and review everything. Yes. In yes. my case, I've had a couple of returns where I never got the item back. Ugh. And I think I pushed the button accept return to like this yeah. is part of the learning curve. You're supposed yeah. to wait until they return it to you. Yes. And yeah. then they'll get the money. And I accepted like the return and they never sent it back. So that's it. That's let's talk about it. scammers. Yeah, they are scammers. <laughs> they are there. Not often, but there are some on there. And you'll know it too. You'll start having that, you know, third sixth sense, like there's something wrong here. Um, you can always, you know, yeah. What always. happens with me? Um, almost immediately after I list something is someone will comment, let's take this off the app, you know, or, Hey, email me at this email so we can talk about this. And my response do it. always is I only communicate through and sell through the app yeah. mm -hmm. and that's all you and have to say. I, and they won't. Yeah. And then I report that person because that means he, that person is doing it to a lot of other people and, and somebody will, you know, fall prey to it. So I report that. Them. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Right. So there, you know, you just be careful. I mean, it's a learning curve. I learned, obviously they were like $10 items, you know, it's not a big deal, but that's, that's part of the cost of doing business and learning things. Also, yeah. I will say mm -hmm. that. And um, wow. I think that we've given people enough to start with and get excited yes. about looking through their closet. Mm -hmm. I want to say this is like a side hustle sell your stuff challenge. Yes. And I would love to hear back from you what you sold, how much you sold it for. And, and if you just got the bug, you know, to do yeah. this part time, I'm going to start with just my closet because there's about 30 times more yeah. <laughs> of this that I could get rid of that I haven't worn and jewelry <laughs> and things that I've just held on to. Um, there is no need to do that. And now that I know your space saving tips, I'm a little more apt to do it because I got, yes. I got very, you know, just kind of frazzled about, oh my goodness, keeping all this stuff. But now I know I can pictures, I can put it in a Ziploc bag. When I, when, here's what I've done. So over the top, Tammy, I've put <laughs> it with tissue paper in the bag and I folded it over like, you know, it was like a gift. I, and I yeah. put a little thank you note on the top, which isn't a bad idea because I've had people comment about that. And all I say is, dear so-and-so, whoever's name is on the label I just printed, thank you so much for buying from me. I hope you love it. Tammy, yes. that's yeah. literally all I say. That's and it's it. like a three by five colored card and I write yeah. it on there and I stick it on the top and people go, oh, that note was such a nice yeah. touch in the yeah. comments. Right. It's simple. You can keep it simple. Even if you keep it in a plastic bag, though, you can still add the tissue paper in a note, whatever you, whatever you want to with yeah. your personality. I started out doing that. But when you start selling a lot, yeah, <laughs> I really, I mean, those things are extra that you have to go buy these things. You have to buy ribbons. I had all that stuff. I ran out. I'm like, I'm spending $50 just buying things to make things look pretty. If the item is exactly how you describe it and you take care of that item and you put a thank you note, some people now just put stickers, thank you stickers. Oh yeah. 
you know, people you can buy those online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People are fine with that as long as they receive the item that you describe it, you sell them. So, um, yeah, I still send thank you notes, especially if things are, you know, a little more expensive. (laughs) Oh, sure. Sure. If somebody for $15, I'll just say thank you, Tammy. Yeah. This has been so helpful, Ernestine. Thank you so much for thank you. for being with me today, for allowing me to, you know, put this live inside a Facebook group. And I hope if you have any questions for Ernestine, just go ahead and put them below the video. If you're watching the video, if you are listening to this on my podcast, would you go and just give me a review and let Ernestine know how amazing this was? Because you know, we just could have sparked something in some people today, Ernestine. Yeah, I and hope so. Make room, make space in your house and in your head and in your life. You know, now everything is simplify, simplify. So sell it, put some money in your account, feel good. Um, and use that money to start the dream business. Like exactly. this doesn't have to become your thing. No. You don't have to be no. the woman who makes, you know, $300,000 a year, unless it really lights you on fire, exactly. but everybody needs something on the side. Everybody needs something on the side. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, unless you're, uh, what do they call it? A, a, a trust fund baby, baby. <laughs> a real estate mogul, <laughs> a real estate mogul. So yeah. You need that money. Um, you and you could do it. Uh, you, people tell me, Oh, I have five kids. I can't. Yes, you can put them to work. Yeah. <laughs> Right. You're the queen of knowing that information. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been so wonderful to talk to you today, Ernestine. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, I don't expect you to have retained all of that information, but I've got great news for you. Join today the Side Hustle Challenge with me, Tammy Romani. Go to TammyRomani.com forward slash hustle you'll be sent to a page set up by my partner in crime, Shalene Johnson, and we are going to join thousands of people learning how to make money online this week. I mean, would an extra $200 make a difference for you this week? I've already made $30 today, so I'm pretty excited. But listen, you need this. You at least need the skills so that you know at any given moment you can take care of things. So join up, go to the show notes, click the link. I cannot wait to see you on this challenge. And would you please just send me a DM on my Instagram and let me know what you sold. I'm excited for you. Let's talk soon. I promise I'm back now and I will be telling you where all this year has taken me in the next episode. So see you in the side hustle challenge.